Welcome to another edition of Shark City Unfiltered, the official podcast of Shark City Hockey, a proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. I am your host, Aaron James. For this episode, we're going to have an unfiltered conversation about the San Jose Sharks American Hockey League affiliate, the San Jose Barracuda. And who better to talk about the CUDA with than a diehard Barracuda fan? I am thrilled to be joined by an ambassador of the Independent Supporters Club of the San Jose Barracuda, rocking the reef in section 108 of the Texas Arena, Sharks Territory and CUDA Country. Let's hear it for Carlos of the SJ Battery Pack. Carlos, welcome to the show. Hey, Aaron. Thank you so much for having me back. So excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you on board, too. It's been a minute since we've talked Barracuda hockey here on this program, so let's get into it. It's been a long offseason, but it doesn't really feel that way here in San Jose with hockey in July. So before we take a look at the reef, let's talk about what it was like finally being back home at the Texas Arena for the prospect scrimmage. Yes, it was so exciting to have people back at TechCU. A lot of people who had never been there before, you know, the Sharks helped draw up some new fans over there. So we're so excited to get some hockey back. And, you know, October 13th, that's the home opener. So we're so excited to have people there. Oh, yeah, they're doing the um, double header against, was it the uh, Ice Hogs? So that's October 13th and 14th, uh, Friday, Saturday. I'm so excited for that day. Um it's actually uh, pretty exciting. Their uh, inaugural season back in 2015, they played against the Ice Hogs. So it's kind of like nice to get that feeling back again. Oh, yeah. I'm all about nostalgia here too, man. Um, you know, that that venue is great. Um, there's so much so much uh, events that are going to be headed to there, which we'll get to later on the program. Um, but first, I want to talk about the Battery Pack. So for those fans who may not be aware, the SGA Battery Pack debuted last season, same season as Kuda started to play in the new farm. Uh, right there, Texas U, the new venue. So now that the first season is under your guys' belt as a supporter group, can you describe the first year of the SJ Battery Pack experience? What was that like? Yes, that first year was so great. There's so much we learned. You know, it's, it's so crazy how an idea that just started on paper with a couple of friends. We got a logo. We got some fans together. And, you know, fan appreciation game last season, we had over 60 people on the ice for a group photo. But the support didn't stop there. In the fall, we were able to raise over 200 meals, partnered with Second Harvest Food Bank. And we also donated over $250 to the Asian American Cancer Society when the Barracuda had pink in the rink. So it's just like, it's been a great year of growth, unity, and it's just setting the foundation for inspiring the future SJ Battery Pack members and hockey fans to have some fun. That sounds amazing. You hear that? Sharks and Kudas fans, not only are they having an impact on the rink by being right there defending the rink alongside the Kuda when the puck is being dropped here in San Jose, but they're also having an impact in the community. I love that. Uh, I actually have some ties to second uh, food harvest bank as well. So um, yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great uh, establishment to volunteer and just have that positive impact, you know, in the uh, greater Bay area community. Um, so since we're talking about last season, and we're talking about you guys' inaugural season there at the Texas U. Can you perhaps, uh, you know, jump a little bit into the CUDA here? Uh, can you provide, you know, maybe your brief, like, season summary or synopsis of the uh, CUDA's 2022-23 season? Yeah, it was, um, you know, a season change is something that we saw and knew was the era of my career as our GM. You know, in the past with Doug Wilson, we did have tons of players going up and down throughout the season. I feel like that kind of messed with the chemistry. 
this past season, you know, we didn't see that as much, which is great. You know, it gives people consistency, get that chemistry with all the other players. We had, you know, all three of our goaltenders that were rotated. They had a shutout. Super exciting. Dell recorded two shutouts. Um, Strauss had his one. E2 had his one uh, from November of last year as well. Overall, I think the season was marked by a lot of individual achievements from the players. Uh, the goaltending was impressive, and I'm looking forward to the next season. You know, we always have all those changes coming off during the offseason, so it's kind of hard. You know, you get that player that you love, you're following throughout the season, the offseason, boom, you know, they end up getting traded. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we'll go into what the 2023-24 Barracuda look like. Um Obviously, there are there are players that have departed, and we wish them the best of luck in their future endeavors and their careers. Some fan favorites, um, you know, Agazino, Dell, etc. So, um, you know, best of luck to y'all out there. Pretty sure um, we'll probably see you here again in Kuda Country, whether it's you know on an opposing team, most more than likely, or who knows, maybe in Shark territory, just a little bit um, downtown, um, if they get an opportunity with an NHL squad. Um, so, you know, speaking. You know, I think that's a good, probably a good, good segue to get into some of the new CUDA. But before that, I just kind of want to um, talk about some of these fan favorites. So uh, I think it goes without saying, it, it would be kind of like a, a crime to not mention, you know, some of the success that Andrew Agazino had with leading the Barracuda last year. Um, he led in goals, assists, and, um, and total points. So um, he was a captain. And yeah, you know, I, I think just, you know, it's a good it's a good fit for him to go back to you know essentially his hometown and I wish him best of luck. Who who um out there stood out to you if you don't mind me just getting your personal take on this? Um, you know, what players outside of the captain stood out to you um for their you know remarkable performance last season? So last seasons, yeah, we definitely had a lot of talent. It was so exciting to see some of these players like Artemi Kenyazov play. Uh, Montana played a couple of games before getting some injuries. Uh, veteran Jeff Viel was with us for, you know, long part of the season. He was a presence that you felt on the ice, you know, if we were playing against them, you didn't want to get on Jeff's bad side. These are the types of players that I'm going to miss, but you know, it's nice to have these young players that are going to be bringing some talent. We're going to get some goals in this past season was the first time since I believe 2018, we passed 30 wins. So, you know, I love the physicality. I love the fights, but I do want to see some more W's in the win column. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it was a 31, 34, and 7 record with 69 points. Um, it was just a second season, or excuse me, it was a second season in a row where Barracuda missed out on the Calder Cup playoffs. So I feel you definitely want to get some more dubs in that win column. Um, you know, they opened up that new arena um, pretty solid. They had a 4 0 record to start the season, kind of struggled midway through. But um, again, uh, I think there's some obviously individual performers that stood out. Um, and rather than kind of go a little bit more on the past, I think the rest of the show will essentially be an off-season tracker. So let's discuss some players that are under contract now and uh, look at some of the signings or re-signings that the San Jose Barracuda are, um, you know, have done since uh, this off-season, since uh, April. So um, some of the... Players in contract. Uh, some of the players who are under contract are now in the 2023-2024 uh, San Jose Barracuda thus far. Um, this right here is pretty much as accurate as I believe today. So if there's any um, any new updates after the show, then pardon the um, you know display here for those watching the video version. 
But under contract, we have Thomas Bordalo, Brandon Coe, Willem Eklund, Daniel Gushin, uh, Adam Raska, name a few, Tristan Robbins, uh, Ozzy Weisblatt, Jacob Peterson, Anthony Vincent, Connor, Mac. You're going to probably have to help me on that last name right there, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Connor, new players. Mac <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. And um, I believe it is Dylan Hamaluk. Oh, I can never do that one. Pardon me. Uh, Defensive, we have Nick Sisek, uh, Shakir Mukamadulin, and Nikita Ohakichuk um, under contract, and obviously E2 Makiniemi. So excited to see that guy playing it. Really am. Yes, definitely. He's been a solid goaltender that's been fun to watch and coming up and down. So I'm so excited to see what he brings up this upcoming season, hoping that he will be maybe, you know, playing a couple of games to start the season. Yeah, I'm hoping that he could, you know, definitely, if not earn, and I don't mean, I'm not trying to have any favorites or play favorites now, but I would hope that if he doesn't earn number one with the CUDA at a very, at a very minimum, maybe find his way up on the main roster. Um, so let's kind of go just quickly into like some of the, um, the lengths of the contracts here for some of these names that we just mentioned. Um some guys who are on their last year of their um, contract here at the CUDA is some people like uh, Adam Raska, Thomas Bordalo, Brandon Coe. Uh, what would you expect, perhaps, you know, from these guys being on, you know, their final year trying to make a bid for an extension? Yeah, I mean, you know, big names like Thomas Bordalo, we've seen him play a dozen or so games up with the Sharks. You know, he's been impressive. He went to the All Star last season. So he was definitely a fan favorite over there, hoping to see something like that. Um, players kind of playing more uh, of a team, having that chemistry. I think that's something that's going to bring him back next year, extend that contract, give him an opportunity to play up with the Sharks. We just want to make sure that, you know, everyone's working together. It's not just a, hey, look at me, get these scouts to look at us. It's kind of like a whole teamwork. Yeah, absolutely. Um I think obviously that'll probably be the focal point without saying any more than what I'm about to say uh, this upcoming season is seeing how these guys could just get the chemistry going and, you know, get the report going and turn some of these, um, you know, turn some, I want to try to say this as unbiased as possible. Um, we'll just put it this way, you know, turn it around and, you know, get into the Calder Cup playoffs and not miss it for a third consecutive year. I think that's the safest safest way around it. <laughs> yes. And you know, um, they had some good chemistry. You know, they had that penalty kill. They were 25 for 25 starting last season. And like you said, they started out 4-0. So, you know, it's definitely possible, hopefully with these changes in the lineup that, you know, helps it out even better and gets us going to a better start this season. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's a great, great segue into this next um, section here of new the newest CUDA members. So uh, you have Ethan Cardwell. Uh, Philip Bicet. I know some of these names are we familiar with, but essentially they got a contract either late in the season in April or in the um, you know the off season during the summer. But uh, back to uh, the names: Philip Bicet, uh, Ryan Carpenter, Scott Sabrin, uh, Giovanni Smith, Nathan Todd. Feel free to correct me if any of these names are inaccurate or if there's any more. Uh, those are the forwards at the very least. So um, out of these new additions, are some of the guys that may have been extended here? Uh, what are you looking? forward to i think obvious answer is giovanni smith but you give me your your opinion yeah definitely you know one of the names that stood out um ethan cardwell you know last year when he played he had at 90 points in 62 games 43 goals 47 assists if you want a player like that you know it's going to be getting a lot of points that's super exciting to see ryan carpenter you know i remember that name a few years ago he was with us with the barracuda 
then um, ended up getting traded away from the Knights. I think he went to New York after that. So it's, you know, it's nice to see a familiar face. Hopefully he still has a lot of contacts over here. So he gets to come back to, you know, see some familiar faces with him too. Yeah, I love this story. Um, you know, talking about just loving to get, you know, paid to play the sport you love, right? So exactly. um, it's pretty much a homecoming here for him, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go into the defenseman here. So some of the new uh, CUDA members on the blue line. Again, some of these names you may already be familiar with, but essentially they were offered a deal late April or mid-April to um, – you know, in the offseason, I know Henry Thrun essentially yeah. isn't technically new, but um, I assume that he would be, um, you know, in my opinion, pretty, uh, how do I say this, uh, more frequently in the lineup on the CUDA rather than the Sharks. Uh, you have Valtteri Pouli, uh, Pouli, pardon me. Oh, my goodness. You know what, Carlos? I'm going to let you take this. How about you take this one? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, for the defenseman, Henry, I'm excited to see um, with the 33 games that he played at Harvard University last year, he had 24 assists for defensemen. You know, you want to see that player right there helping the forwards set up those goals, making sure they're in the right position, protecting the puck. So those are one of the defensemen I'm super excited to see. Um, I know that there are um, Leon, who uh, go wonky, I believe. Has signed his contract. Um, Artemi Kanyazev is such a bummer to see. You know, he was a great player both off and off, on and off the ice. So it was a bummer to see him leave. But, you know, getting players who have, you know, 45 points in about 60, 70 games is kind of, you know, something you want to see pay off. So I'm excited to see what he brings to the team and um, what these changes for the upcoming season come. Absolutely. Um, so just doing justice for those listening to the audio version. Um, Artem Gervais, by all means, feel free to correct me. All right. Um, our team, uh, Artem three year deal. Yes. Oh, oh, my bad. I'm, I'm going through this, going through the contract details oh. for those of us, uh, for those of the uh, audience who listen to the audio version. Uh, so, uh, our team, um, Gurdjieff, pardon me, uh, signed a three year entry level contract back in April. Uh, Pouillet was a two year entry level contract in may and uh henry thrun as you just mentioned he um, signed two-year entry-level nhl contract back in march he played for harvard university obviously you know so he's got to be the smartest guy in the locker room and uh <laughs> he played in san jose you know we got a little sample size of him last season and um i think leon gavanke if i'm not mistaken um signed to a one-year deal two-way nhl contract on july 5th um so yeah um very excited to see how these guys help defend the crease. And with that being said, let's jump into the goaltending situation. So a lot of these names, again, are familiar. We know who Magnus Krona are, uh, is, and we know who uh, Romanov is, but I just want to know, um, you know, how, how excited are you to see these guys essentially earn their contracts and extend their stay here in San Jose? Yes, I feel like uh, goaltending definitely was a little bit of a struggle to get some consistency. Um, we had a lot of changes. Uh, last season with the net, but, you know, each player that was a goaltender with us did have their shutout, like I said, so that's super exciting. But I am looking forward to get some new players on here, some fresh guys just kind of come out here, really want to prove themselves, get that number one spot. So, that's you know, that's goaltending, super fun. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> the pressure is just crazy. But when you see someone who's just really hitting it off, 
it's just that energy just multiplies so much quicker. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, obviously the goaltender has the biggest impact on the game. If they're getting scored on, that's one thing, but it's, it's very easy for people to miss the type of momentum or even the impact like uh, the goaltender can have on a game if he is hot in the zone and just holding it down. Um, I have, I have, I'll be with you. I have favorite. I play favorites when it comes to goalies because that's a position I love to play when I do hockey. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see these guys because to me, it seems like with Magnus Krona and Romanoff in the net, uh, to me, and again, I'm not trying to play favorites, but it seems like Makinami might have a chance to actually break that main roster. Um, so that's one of the more exciting things about the San Jose Barracuda. Uh, I believe, is it 70 or 80% of the members that were on their roster make it to the big leagues? So um, again, if, if you're a local um, hockey fan here in the Bay Area, um, I said this last season, San Jose uh, Barracuda and the Texas U Arena, that's the hottest ticket right now in hockey, right, when it comes to San Jose hockey. Oh, definitely. It's so fun. You know, prices, they're affordable. Sometimes we're getting some family packs. They do deals on the weekend. Everyone's just having a good time. It's a nice, small venue, 4200 So, it's you know, you've got that closeness with all the fans. It gets really loud. So, you know, if you want to go to some hockey, you want to have some fun without 100%, you know, focusing on that game, not being able to have a conversation with friends, Barracuda Game is going to be the place to go. It's just a great time every night. New customers download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050. Or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, in West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charles Town Races, in Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Often required. Max bet $50. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Before we conclude the episode, I would like to just quickly talk about one of the, you know, probably this is the biggest thing to happen since maybe what was it 2019 when it, when San Jose Sharks hosted it, but the 2024 AHL All-Star Classic is coming to Texas U Arena. Yes, that is super exciting that we're going to be able to host that. Um, I think it's going to bring a big spotlight to the San Jose Hockey for the American Hockey League. It's going to be great to have new people over there. I did get the opportunity back in, uh, what was it, 2020, down in Southern California where the Ontario Rain Play Toyota Center did get to go to the All-Star Classic over there. At that time, we had uh, Joachim Blickfield was representing Barracuda. It was just such a fun experience being able to just get that close to the players. Everyone's having a good time. You know, you've got all those mascots everywhere. It's just such a fun environment. And I'm so excited that we get to host it this time. Absolutely. It sure does uh, help out us when it comes to like, you know, flight and hotel prices. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> love totally. Love yeah. Being, being home already, you know, perfect. It's just a 20 minute drive for me. So I am very fortunate. <laughs> Absolutely. So for those of you who are not in the know, uh, American Hockey League President and CEO Scott Housen announced um, like 
that the uh, 2024 AHL All-Star Classic is going to be here in San Jose, California. That's going to be going down February 4th and 5th, 2024. Um, just less than half a year away. And um, it includes an AHL All-Star Skills Competition. So that's going to go down on, on Sunday, February 4th. And then that's followed by AHL Hall of Fame Induction and Awards Ceremony on Monday, February 5th. And then the evening concludes with the 2024 AHL All-Star Challenge. Uh, for ticket information, fans can visit sjbarracuda.com slash all-star. And uh, I just want to quickly quote general manager of the Barracuda, uh, Joe Will. He said, hosting the AHL All-Star Classic is an incredible opportunity to shine light on the city of San Jose, our facilities, and our organization. None of this could have been possible without the vision support of our owner, Hazel Plattner, who saw the immense value in moving the Barracuda to San Jose seven years ago, end quote. This is honestly going to be one of the most awesome things to attend and I'm not trying to, you know, throw, you know, promos out here. I'm just being honest with you and sharing the truth. If you're a season ticket holder, you are going to get a ticket to this game. And from my understanding, Carlos, the SJ Battery Pack has, um, they have like a group ticket type of deal going. Like, can you let me know a little bit more? Or let the audience know a little bit more about what you guys got going on to, you know, experience the game together? Yes. So our home opener, October 13th, Friday the 13th, super excited. Uh, once tickets are released, Barracuda are going to be giving us a ticket link so that you can go ahead and get your group tickets with us in section 108. We're just uh, pending finalization from the account rep on what our group experience is going to be. In the past, we've had Zamboni rides. Um, we have done on-ice group photos. We have had, you know, messages on the video board. So uh, we're not sure what's going to happen this season. Obviously, the bigger the group, the bigger the experience is going to be. But, yeah, keep an eye out. Once they release those tickets on our social, we'll go ahead and post up that link so you can make sure to secure your tickets for the home opener. Outstanding. Once again, that home opener is October 13th against the Rockford Ice Hogs. Uh, as mentioned on top of the uh, program, it's going to be nostalgic. It's like going back to our roots here in San Jose. And, um while we're while we're on that note, I just want to um, say first and foremost, uh, thank you, Carlos. I appreciate your time for you know coming on Shark City Unfiltered to talk um, San Jose Barracuda hockey. Um, I would like to leave this um, time open for you to um, you know drop your socials, uh, let the audience know how to get connected and plugged in with you guys, and of course, how do hockey fans become members of the SJ Battery Pack. Yeah, awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you again for having me here. It's so much fun to be here talking about hockey and things that we love here in San Jose. Uh, for membership, you know, we don't have any type of fee or anything like that. Just take a look at our socials at SJ Battery Pack. We're on you know, threads, Instagram, Twitter, uh, pretty much everywhere there. You can go ahead and keep an eye out. We are going to be having some newsletters this upcoming season to make sure that you keep up to date with events that we're going to be doing done you know in the past tie-dye parties we've participated in the silicon valley pride parade with the san jose sharks we're looking to do that this as well so you know definitely don't want to miss out san jose battery pack on all our socials you can go ahead and give us a follow keep up to date and we'll make sure you're included in all the fun this upcoming season outstanding you know what i can't wait to go back to the reef and help you guys defend it along with the cuda uh, until the next time we get together and talk Barracuda hockey, Carlos, have a great uh, rest of your weekend, great rest of your summer. Uh, stay cool, stay hydrated, and you know I can't wait to see you guys and the rest of the SG Battery Pack in full force.
uh, this October. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, definitely stay cool out there. And we're looking forward to this upcoming season and all the changes. All right, Carlos. Have a good one. Thank you for uh, stopping by. Yeah, thank you. All right. Once again, that was Carlos from SJ Battery Pack. That concludes this show. Thank you so much. I'm Aaron James. This has been Shark City Unfiltered, an unfiltered conversation with the SJ Battery Pack. Carlos, the ambassador of the Independent Supporters Club, the unofficial, official Supporters Club of San Jose Barracuda. Until our next episode, you can catch all of the previous shows at SharkCityHockey.com. And don't forget to follow us on our socials across the board at Shark City Hockey. Y'all have a great rest of your evening.